Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy! I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler-Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on... And around... A bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Well, hello, Malin. Hey there, Kelly. How's it going? It's going okay. Thank you for referring to me as Kelly. As listeners may remember last episode, our guest, former hair and makeup superstar, is sort of counseled me to give it a try, maybe dropping my last name and shortening my first name and just going by Kel. And so I was trying that. I gave it just about a week and it didn't work for me. I didn't see any immediate professional results. And so I'm going to switch back to my full name, Kelly Quinn. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks for calling me Kelly. Um, Sometimes you will call me Kel at the top of an episode, but it's nice that, you know, I texted Malin about this and yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll be Kelly for now. And I'll try to hold it with a nickname as well, just so we can lock into something that feels good for you. I don't want you to feel like you're, I don't know, pretending to be someone you're not or something. That's not a way to an authentic life, you know? Right. You know, I'm not Cher. And I, it's time to accept that I'm not a one name kind of right. person. I'm not a Cher. I'm not a, you know, anyone else who does that. I can't, I can't pull it off. So anyway, that's it for me. But Mullen, mm-hmm. how is it going with your, and I hesitate to ask because I know there'd been a little bit of frustration. We hadn't heard back from Tova about the materials you'd sent her way, but was your assistant able to come up with any sort of worthy ideas for your next project, do you think? You know what? She she did her best. She did her absolute best. She brainstormed mm-hmm. a bunch for me, sent me over mm-hmm. a Google Doc. I, you know, she's young, right? So she's still learning what's a good idea, what's not a good idea. Right. And I just found a lot of her ideas involved a sort of like a boss type or an authority figure Mm. who was kind of off-putting or something. And I'm just not sure that's, I don't know, that doesn't resonate with me. I'm struggling to think of a single person who connects with that. Certainly no one in my life, you know. I I don't know if she listens to the podcast or... Well, I ask her to, yeah. Okay, well, I wouldn't want her to get the wrong idea of us, you know, saying her ideas are bad and they're not valuable. Of course, the exercise of trying to come up with an idea, I find, is half the fun. And so hopefully she recognizes that. No, totally. And Carly, if you're hearing this, Mm. I want you to know this is this is for your benefit. Anytime I say anything remotely critical about you on the show, Mm -hmm. it's so that we don't have to have that conversation in person, but I can still impart the information. That's so true. And Carly, can't wait to meet you. You've already been tremendously helpful to me. So yeah. And thanks for all you do for both of us. Oh, right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Carly. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm pretty excited for our episode today, Kelly. It's an old dear, dear friend of ours. It's so excited to have her with us. And what a joy not to have to chase her down. You know, a lot of folks that we, everybody's moved on to other projects and that's understandable. Of course, we're so happy for them. Thrilled for them. But this person picked up the phone and said, yes, I would love to, was mm-hmm. so prompt about sending dates and availability. And we were so thankful for that because, you know, she is such a star and her time yeah. is at a premium. Yeah. Yeah. A real star. And and I don't know, I always like to think of us as a, a bit of a trio and she can weigh in mm-hmm. on whether she thinks that too. But yeah, joining us today to talk about season two, episode 19 is one of the show's brightest stars, Andrea Merman. 
Welcome, Andrea. Isn't this a treat? (laughs) Oh, so good to see you. It's so nice to hear from you. And I had been waiting, you know, I had been waiting to hear from you because, you know, what episode number is this for you guys? Right. So, yeah, we are well into season two at this point. But you know what? We got to we got to spread out our big guest. You know, we can't do everyone in season one and kind of. Right. Of course. Of course. So, you know, when I wrote my dates back, it was like a little bit out of like, finally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, get out of here. Gosh, if we had known that, we would have asked you for the very first episode. I have oh, to say, really? as I don't want to be crass, but yeah, Mom said we don't want to blow our load too soon with all these big guest stars. But oh. you, of course, we would have loved to have right away. You're too sweet. I get it. Well, your timing was perfect because I just finished um, filming my movie. Oh no, it's Christmas for the Hallmark Channel. So oh, out. My. I cannot wait. Yeah. Wait, remind me who your co-star is in this one because you have had, I mean, the one you did with Chad Michael Murray, I still, I watch that every year. Oh my gosh. Well, it's also Chad Michael Murray because that's what they like to do. You know, oh my gosh. they want it to just be, we don't know which of these movies we're watching. You know, you kind of right. get in and you're like mm-hmm. in a fever dream. Like, am I sleeping? Am I awake? Is this the same movie? It's a different movie. And they're both set at Christmas time and they both star me and Chad, me and Chad Michael Murray, but different movies. So Incredible. that's sort of the... I, lo- I have to say some of my favorite comfort watches of all time are those sort of iconic pairings, you know, the the Julia Roberts and the George Clooney or yeah. the Meg Ryan and oh. the Tom, H- you know, just mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. those it's those lovable faces. And you've got one of them that you well, just love to see next to another lovable face. Well, Kelly, you're in luck because we are contracted and signed up to do 47 movies together. So oh. that's, you know, we're going to get them. done. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that is going to keep me fed for the next 47 Christmases. That is incredible news. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. How fun. So that is, so is that precedented in terms of it? I mean, that sounds to me like an astronomical number of projects to have lined up. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, they make the movies in about three or four days. So, you know, we can, we can get them done pretty, Mm -hmm. pretty quickly. We can get them done pretty quickly. And so are you shooting these all in Los Angeles? Are they, are they shooting in Vancouver? Where are you doing these? Um, we're actually, um, we're shooting them in, in a tiny little town called Arlington, Illinois, all of them, every oh, single one. So out of here. Spend and a lot so of is that sort there. of like tax incentives? There's a burgeoning film and television scene? You know, it, it, I, I hesitate to call it a professional scene, but they do know what they're doing for these Hallmark movies. You know, they've really mm. got it on lock. And, and the reason yeah. they choose that town is it sort of looks like it could be anywhere. You know, there's not much right. going on. Hardly anyone lives in the town. It's yeah. ready to go. Right. Not unlike Bristol, Virginia, of course, where our show is set. You know? <laughs> I wish it was Bristol. Sure. <laughs> wow. Oh, gosh. Well, that's so exciting and well, really exciting. I, my day is made. I'm so I'm just thrilled to have learned this this news. When was the last time we saw each other, Andrea? We mm. were trying to remember because we did that brunch in 2019, oh. I want to say. Right. It was, was definitely post-Trump. Ago? It was a post-Trump brunch. Yeah. But but pre-pandemic brunch. Yes. Right. Because right. we were at brunch. So oh, that, okay. that sort of tra- it, 2018, 2019 sort of checks mm-hmm. out for me. Yeah. Has it been that long? Wow. Oh, what a shame, huh? Yeah. Wow. Well, with Kelly being in New York, it's been it's just been hard. It's to hard. Get, and you, you are, I guess, in Illinois all the time. A lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. N- 95% yeah. of the year. Yeah. I'm in Illinois. So. Oh, get out. And so do you bring the, the whole family with you or that's just you shooting and then you're back in L.A. the days you're not? When I can be, you know, when mm-hmm. I can be. And um, I, you know what? We don't want to move the kids because of school. We don't want right. to take them out of school. No, you work so hard to get them into a private school here. You don't want to risk 
pulling them out, having to get them back in. Oh Are my you gosh. kidding me? I put, yeah. I put their names on those lists when, before they were born. <laughs> I'm going right. to take right. off the list. <laughs> right, right, right. Why do you think I'm doing the dang movies to pay for the private school? Right. <laughs> Isn't that so funny how that happens? Yeah. You know, we can't all have a Marvel. We can't all have a DC. No. Some of us have Hallmark, you know? Sure. Right, right. right. Some of us. And Some yeah, of us for do. listeners who are not in, the, yeah, not remembering super well, we're of course referring to our dear friend, former colleague, Gus McKinnick, who played your love interest, Andrea yes. Tom, on the show. And um, yeah, Marvel star now and wow. doing very well and happy for him, but so happy for him. I love going to the theater and seeing a friend on the screen, you know. Yeah. Oh, but but I nice. equally love cozying up with a blanket in the comfort of my own home, turning on the Hallmark Channel and seeing another friend. So oh, it's well, and that's pretty much so the nice. same. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for saying that. Do you have a favorite movie of mine? Oh, oh. my gosh. Wow. Well, Mom's such a Christmas aficionado that I think this is going to be a tough one for her. That's her I time mean, of I, year. I, do, I did love that one with Chad that I mentioned before. Right. A, a Christmas. A Christmas Bell? Is that, I think, mm-hmm. what it was? The Christmas Bell, yes. The Christmas yeah, Bell. The Christmas mm-hmm. Bell, okay. Yeah. I loved that one because you guys got to sing in it. It was so nice. And, you know, it was almost like I felt like I was in a national treasure because we had to find that Christmas Bell, you know? Yes. The choir, yes. Can, the choir concert was going to get canceled if we didn't find that Christmas Bell. <laughs> right, right. It was more of an action element than you get in most of the Hallmark. Right. I did all my own stunts in that one. So I did all the running. And then, I, I if you remember, I jumped into that barn. That yes. Is, yes, you are not serious. Oh my gosh. And the hay roll and everything. Down, that's I amazing. I did the roll. Yeah, and the roll, <sighs> I kind of added that. I don't want to, you know, what? throw oh the director under the bus, but I was like, is this enough? And I, and I, I threw the roll in, so. No. And did they like that? Do they like when you do that? Because we were sort of strictly, you know, Malin and I, at least on set, I don't know how, they, how the directors were with you on riding around. We were strictly prohibited from improvising at any moment. They said, listen, the writers are funny. You, you got to stick to that script. You know, they didn't like it at first, but then I continued to do it despite the mm-hmm. request mm-hmm. to not. And I mm-hmm. think at the end, they sort of gave over to me. Yeah. They said, okay, Andrea, you mm-hmm. win. You know, they said right. that they've sort of felt like they... I wore them down in a, in a way yes. where they saw what I was trying to do with the character and they said, okay, you win. It feels so good to get a win like that. Doesn't and it? sometimes, yeah, some, I will say sometimes these directors think we're just actors. Right. It's like, Actually, no. I could maybe even kind of do your job. I have. I don't know if you saw, oh no, it's Halloween, but I directed that one. <gasps> oh, now get out of here. Andrea, yeah. you're a director yeah. now. Oh my gosh. Thank you. How did it feel? To get into that seat. You know, and I don't want to insult directors, but it's very easy. Okay, thank you. You don't have to look beautiful. Right, You get to do all the bossing. When you're an actor, they barely let you boss people around. Now, I Mm -hmm. would. I do. Mm -hmm. Right. I tell people what's what. Well, you got star quality and people should listen up, you know. You're sweet. We're all kind of stars somehow. You know, we all have a star element in us somewhere sure right yeah you'll find like it. one of those you'll find constellations it. with yeah some are yeah. brighter at some times and some aren't but all mm-hmm. stars definitely in the same sky mm-hmm. that's it but being a director is great because the bossing is part of it they want you to boss they want you to tell people what to do they want oh. they want you to yell at extras and when you're an <laughs> actor they don't like when you yell at extras right right they're kind of strict about that yeah do you remember the one director we had um winston what was his last name? Winston. Oh, Winston. Gosh. Okay. Winston Belfry? Winston Belfry. Belfry, so, yes. So Winston, I remember one time we had a, a whole bunch of people. I think we were doing like a, a like a tailgate episode and mm-hmm. the bus oh, yes. got stuck in, a t- in tailgate traffic, right? And there were all mm-hmm, those football mm-hmm, fans mm-hmm. around. Yep. And I 
the extras were doing too much silent acting during my, and I turned around and I said, Hey, assholes, can you keep it down? You, and I really yeah. went for it Yeah, because I'm trying to be an artist. And Winston had to, he pulled me, he had the nerve to pull me aside and said like, can you please not speak to people that way? And I said, he said that to you. Oh, oh my gosh. shame on him. Can they not make so many gestures when I'm doing my lines? Right. 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 It's like you get the separate takes for that reason. So they can do, have their little moment, whatever, you know, yeah. do whatever. Yeah, like anyone's going to actually see their face on screen. Right. I'm trying to make a show. Yeah. yeah. God, what the nerve of that guy. Well, he didn't last long. And no. yeah, I think with, we only had him for that one episode. He wasn't mm-hmm. asked back. And I don't know if you had anything to do with that, Andrea, but if you did. I'm not telling. <laughs> <laughs> right. A lady never tells. Right. Well, gosh, why don't we go ahead before we get to, I mean, the three of us. Oh, we could talk. We could we'll, gab, yep. we'll gab all day. So let's go ahead and read the synopsis of episode 219 and then we'll chat about it. A senior prank brings the Virginia High School prom onto the bus for a night, and Lily and Tom almost slow dance. Meanwhile, Marsha decides to run for another local office and starts doing research on the other regular writers to find one worthy of being her campaign manager. Mm. Fun, fun, fun. This was a fun one. A really fun episode. And fun for you, Malin. Marsha had had not had a, a B story in a little while. Yeah. You realize these things as you watch it back. You're like, hey. Where'd she go? Right. Yeah. I miss her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's so many episodes of the show. I mean, we sometimes you feel like, I mean, never me, never my character, but sometimes you would feel like you got lost, you know, you two yeah. would often get lost and it's like, where did they go? <laughs> right. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. You pop back up and you wowed us. Whenever oh. you popped up, you wowed. Thank you. Yeah. It can be hard to be a member of such a large cast like this, mm-hmm. but that's kind of the beauty of the ensemble as well, is that we have mm-hmm. those moments where we can be surprised by a person that we haven't seen in several episodes that the writers right. have maybe forgotten about in the room for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we know they're on the bus. We know. Yeah. yeah. We know yeah. they're on We're the bus. We're seeing, seeing you in the background. You know, those 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 moments are there. And look, we we made the most of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe a little acting like those extras a little bit, sometimes pulling pulling a face for the camera just so, <laughs> so we're not totally forgotten. Right. But, yeah. I remember... Um, Alexander and I, but my love interest during this little piece piece of the season that we're in right now, he and I were in the background for most of this, you know, trying our best to get a little romance moment in the, because it wasn't written into the episode, but it's like, okay, we are a romance on the bus. We're the only one that's allowed to be happening because Lily and Tom can't get together because we're trying to tease out the will they won't they of it all. Mm -hmm. So why not focus a little more in the prom episode on us and what we're doing, but to no avail. So do you feel like you got handsy in the background? I mean, we got a little pause on just trying to get that camera sucked our way you know again not a ton of success but hey i saw myself in the background so that's that's someone someone else did too i Mm -hmm. I promise you there's a little girl somewhere in america who watched that and said one day that's me she said i'm gonna be you know 15th on the call sheet of an ensemble Mm comic comedy and and i'm gonna get a little handsy in the background she saw that and she said that's acting oh good that's really moving to think about did you ever think about that andrea what we're like role models for young oh my gosh. women. It's, Do you know it's how crazy. many women come up to me and say, I'm a Lily? <gasps> Every day they say, oh my God, I just have to meet you because I am such a Lily. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Now, does that feel good to hear? Are you happy that the role has followed you to this extent? Do you wish, you know, you were, you played it so successfully. Oh, and thank it's, you. Do, do you wish that it had been easier to leave behind? Or are you happy still to get that sort of recognition? I'm, you know what? I'm so happy to get recognized mm-hmm. always. I love mm-hmm. getting recognized. That's, uh, you know, that I, 
that will never get old. <laughs> it's a perfect like the job. Anyone who says yeah. they don't like it, they're lying. They're mm-hmm. lying. It's too much. It's never enough. Mm-hmm. It's never mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do I want to leave Lily behind? Uh, listen, so many of the people, well, one of the people that we worked with really just left his role behind. And it's sure. he's almost unrecognizable yeah. physically and just career-wise. Mm-hmm. Yes. And is that good? I mean, maybe for your bank account, but is that the kind of artist you want to be, you know? Right, right. What's the soul doing with that kind of right. transformation? transformation. You know? Yeah, right. I'm just in to, front yeah. of a green screen. Imagine if the bus mm-hmm. was green screened. Oof. I, I can't. Uh, the joke. fact that it was there in the physical form that those ugly orange seats for us to physically so interact uncomfortable. with. <laughs> know, so uncomfortable. <laughs> Even with all the modifications they made over the years because of our complaints, it still was never a comfortable place to be. But listen, that's the work of acting, right? That it is. is. It but is. when I watch these videos of behind the scenes, sort of an, I respect the heck out of the guy, but an Andy Circus with, you know, electrodes strapped all over him no. and, you know, sort of galloping and being a creature and there's nothing. I'm like, what? What are we doing anymore? What are we doing? Right. When we filmed season two, episode 19, we had 50 sweaty teenagers, oh, mm-hmm. horrible smelling on that bus mm-hmm. in prom dresses and, and, and tuxes. And I'll tell you what. No, thanks, Andy Circus. <sighs> he could yeah. never. They're yeah. all going to be a, a little ball on your, right. on your suit. Right. No. no get no. real. Get real. Get real and get sweaty teens on your bus. And they, I, th- I like to think they had a good time with us that day, you know, especially because so at, as we were hitting our stride end of season two, people mm-hmm. really starting to know mm-hmm. what we were about. Very popular show. You were doing magazine covers. You're doing TV appearances. Oh my gosh. The kids so were many. amped to be there with us. Yeah, and totally. I'm not, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. They were amped to meet us. You signed autographs. I, I tried. I, I didn't have any luck with that, but the, the, the kids were excited to be there. The work that you and Gus did in this episode I was know. really Ugh. looking at the script. I would have said, "Oh, this is prom." Okay, what? But actually, at the heart of it, there was a re- that really compelling, touching arc with you and mm-hmm. Gus. And I, the way that you two play Lily and Tom. Well, and I, I know there's been some controversy over the years where you have, you both have had different takes on acting mm-hmm. like partners, but behind the scenes, maybe not loving each other mm-hmm. so, so much. And I wondered mm-hmm. if you could talk a little bit about that and maybe where you guys were in your real life relationship. Obviously not romantic, but you know, oh, what am I saying? Uh, listen, I know what you're saying. Um, it was hard to love Gus. It was never hard to love Tom. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because that's what makes sense to me. And you know what? I think Gus would say the same thing. I think he would say, you know, it was hard to love Andrea, but not hard to love Lily. And, you know, we're both professionals. Yes, of course. We're both very, very talented. Yes. You know, some in in different ways than others. But I I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, we show how much we are committed to the craft of acting by showing how much Lily and Tom are committed to each other. That's really true. And even in those, you know, in these early seasons where nothing physical has even happened, Mm-mm. you've barely even grazed arms. But this is the first a, time we ah. almost touch when we almost slow dance and then mm-hmm. someone pulls the emergency stop on the bus. Ah, uh, yes, that moment. Uh and everyone in everyone watching, including me last night as I rewatched the episode, you're screaming into it. You're like, no, we want to see him kiss. We want it to mm-hmm. happen so, oh, so really bad. Yeah. And yeah. that's 
thanks to you both and thanks to the work you did and really making oh. these characters fall in love with each other before our eyes. Oh, that's so sweet. I saw I saw a TikTok. I, it's like a meme of some kind where people uh -huh. are like doing a little, it'll be a collection of videos of them and their significant other. And it's like, I'm the Lily, he's the Tom. And it's, yeah. oh, it's really yeah. cute. How does that feel to have created a partnership that's become memed like that? Oh, you know, it's so funny. Um, uh, when when I met my husband, my real life husband, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and uh, funnily enough, his name is Tom. <laughs> but no oh, relation. No. That's right. <laughs> Way I forget this. Oh, no so relation. funny. Um, you know, he had on his dating profile, and yes, celebs do online dating, guys. He had <laughs> right. on his dating profile looking for my Lily, and I sort of jumped in and I said, "You found her." <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Because I am her. Because I'm her. You You're know? literally her. Um, just a Tom looking for my Lily. And now my name isn't Lily, but, um, you know, he's no. looking for his Andrea. So yeah. that's... Yeah. Um, Oh my he was gosh, a fan I had the totally show. forgotten this origin story. And this is pre the days of Raya or any sort of like oh, yeah, no, we a were tiered just, app for celebrities today. We were so on Match. Were, we were straight no up. Way. I was on Match. I, I didn't have a Raya, you know? Yeah. Wow. Oh gosh. What was that like being in the dating pool as a person with your public profile? A lot of people thought I was a catfish. Mm. Oh, that makes a sense. A lot of people thought of I was a catfish. Yeah. Or a joke or, you know, a bot or yeah. that sort of thing. So, you know, thankfully my Tom took a chance mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it was from the beginning, it was just totally there. But I, I, I do appreciate when couples come up and say like me and my partner are Lily and Tom. Mm -hmm. And then I, the joke I make back is what, you're never going to get together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so cute wow so moving backwards in time a little bit we mm. talked obviously about the success you had during the show and oh. since the show and your hallmark movies that you're going to be making how did you initially get hired on riding around do you remember that process at all i do so i was hurting I was low, low, mm. low. Mm. I had done a bunch of really bad pilots that got canceled. I was doing mm. really bad guest stars on shows I didn't really care about. And mm. I was ready to pack it up. I was ready to get out of there. I was ready to go back to Nebraska, Midwest girl. You know, I was ready mm -hmm. to get out of there. And this audition came in and I was like, no, a bus Right. What, are, right. what are we even, what are we like, this is going to get made, right? Like right. this is going to be the thing. It's so mundane. Who cares about a bus, you know? Mm -hmm. And my wonderful, wonderful agent, Carmine, she said, listen, you need to go to this audition. She said, you got to go to it. She said, just do this one and then you can quit. And isn't that always mm. the story? Just always. do this so one true. and then you can quit. And then the theater, the stage, the it mm -hmm. pulls you back in. You're hooked and crooked. You know, yeah. you can't yeah. escape it. It's saying, no, Andrea, this is your destiny. And I went mm -hmm. in for the audition and, you know, I think I kind of didn't care about it. And I sort of threw it away and they said, that's what we want. That's always it. Wow. Isn't it always the case when you're ready to be done, when you don't want the part, that's the mm -hmm. part you get. Mm -hmm. Wow. So in the room, they said, that's what we want. Oh, I've yeah. Never, I've never had that. That is amazing. Wow. They, uh, seriously, they said, and that's Lily. Oh, oh, what an honor to just be seen like that. Yeah. It really was. It really was. And it was such an affirmation that, you know, I was ready to pack it up. And they said, no, get on the bus, get on the bus. 
Oh, I love that so much. We, yeah, our audience loves these stories, these audition stories, because they just give people yeah, hope. they've asked for more of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they've asked for more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've only we've got our two. Ours, so, yeah. yeah, so we've, yeah, we've got, we've got to get back into the habit of asking people that and love hearing yours. It's so inspiring. Wow. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know, if, Kelly, I don't, won't speak for you. Work has been slow for me. And I, mm. I, you know, I, I'm writing a bit, sure, but I feel mm-hmm. like I'm maybe rounding the corner back to that spot again where I am just mm-hmm. almost ready to say, you know what, I'm not an actor anymore. Wow. I, I wouldn't say I, you know, I had been there for a little bit. It's part of why I moved to New York. And then recently had an audition for a Netflix movie where I was going to play the best friend of the mom of, um, the main character. Okay. Played by the little girl from stranger things. And yeah, but but I, I was feeling really hopeful about that. And then I haven't heard back and you know, normal part of the job, but you do just start to feel like, wow, over all those years, I developed such a thick skin. Mm -hmm. And the second you let yourself start to care about something again, it's just a brutal, it can be a brutal uh, business. Um, Well, in full disclosure, I don't actually think I'm done, but I think there might be some value in saying to the universe, hey, I'm done. And then maybe see what happens. Right. Faking it it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, universe. Maybe I'm quitting. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm mm-hmm. I'm walking out of Hollywood. Here mm-hmm. I go. I'm shutting the door. You know, and then they're Hollywood will they'll yell after you. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Yeah. What I would like to see for you, mm-hmm. I, I'd love to see you, like um. Oh, we're like in a political. I'd love for you to, in a political drama, an annoying secretary. Yes. Oh, see, I would love that. Right? I would love that. That combines oh, some elements of, of, of Marsha that I really enjoyed playing, right? The local uh-huh. politics, you know, part right. of her and then the annoying part of her. So to combine that in a role, <laughs> in a new role, but in a very different, you know, context, in a drama. Oh. Yeah. There's a really serious scene going on. And then all of a sudden you pop in and you go like, your wife called again. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's so funny. And yeah, yes. I can yes, I can see that. I can see can that I hear for you, myself. Can you can I hear you do that? Oh, here's um, the director coming out. Sir, uh your wife called again. Okay, yeah. I love that. Or, um, I love that. I think you can even ratchet up. I know okay. you have it in you just mo- a little more annoying. Sir, 10% more. Your wife called again. Yeah. No, I did a, I did it differently that time. I don't know. Yeah. I felt it. I yeah. felt it. I, I I was I was annoyed at you. I said we're doing serious stuff here and you've come in with yeah. you should that's great. And, okay, tell me if you got this. In my mind, I think maybe I have a crush on my boss, the politician. So I'm yes. I'm annoyed at the wife for calling because it's like I want to be the wife. Incredible. That's the sort of stuff that gets you written more. You know, having secrets, mm-hmm. having secret crushes, right. yeah. doing Kelly, doing handsy stuff in the background. You know, you're yeah saying to the writers, "You don't get it, but I'm mm-hmm. going to show you." You really tell the writers what to write. I think actors do rather than them telling you what to say. That's my opinion. I love that opinion. That's so true. I do feel, yeah, we're undervalued in mm-hmm. yeah, in the structure of how mm-hmm. a show gets made. I don't think people talk enough about the actors. And yeah, so it's nice to hear someone who agrees with me on that. Gosh, here I go getting getting frustrated all over again. You know, there was a period when I had stopped acting because my agent, um, it turns out was not actually an agent and he had just sort of been stealing my, uh, residuals and, you know, for a long time. And so it's easy for me when I think about this world and think about the time on the show to sort of start getting sucked back to a negative place. Um, yeah. and I'm sort of struggling to stay afloat right now, but this episode was such a 
this was such a joyful memory and yeah. rewatching mm-hmm. it last night, I just had, you know, all the hustle and bustle of a set amplified by a million because of all those kids who were on the bus. I mean, yeah. it was just a blast. I was scared of the teens at first, if I have to be perfectly honest. I was a little oh. fr- I was intimidated by them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but they were lovely. Very so nice, nice children. Such nice boys. Yeah. Yeah. They had worked on a number of shows that just the amount of TV they had worked on eclipsed mine and they were, you know, mm-hmm. ha- half my age. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, Disney Channel, I, do we really count all that stuff as, you know, credits? I don't know. There's something yeah. to be, you know, maybe I'm going to ask the engineer to cut that out because that was a little bit mean of me to say, but you know, you just have to, you have to remember, listen, not all credits are equal is what I'll say. No, yeah, not. that's no, true. That's true. And then at some point, maybe, credits that you think are less equal are more because, you know, maybe they don't get the box office numbers, but they're giving you, you know, your own uh, value. Of if that makes sh- of sense. Of course. Yes, absolutely. It does. And when I say not all credits are equal, I'm not, of course, referring to your work with Hallmark Channel, which I think is a no. dream. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm talking about kids stuff, you know, Disney, yeah, Nickelodeon. For sure. Kids, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Of course. Well, speaking of those teens, we probably should just touch on what right, happened. I was thinking it. I didn't episode. want to bring it up. I'm yeah, glad you but are. I, I think the fans might want to hear about it because mm-hmm. we have discussed it in previous episodes. But hmm. just the incident with the actress Vivica Warnsworth, who was playing one of the teens and mm-hmm. had a bit of a, I guess, an injury on set, uh, thanks to a hair and makeup assistant who was using real glass as glitter as eyeshadow. Part of her eyeshadow. Yeah. Um, I mean. Tragic. It was. It was. Really and it is. Tragic. And, really you know, tragic. Maybe we should have reached out to her to do this episode. Not, you know, happy to have you, Andrea. We'll we'll have to have Vivica on at some point and just I did ask Carly to send an email and she suggested that Vivica might not think very fondly of the show. Oh. And sort of advised me not to, you know, open you a wound. You never know because she got the say no to glass campaign because of this show. Yeah. No, so, and, and in my mind, yeah, that would make you grateful ultimately. Yeah. Like, yes, you lost your vision to, to some degree. I don't know to what degree, right. whether it was full, full loss or, or what. I think right. it's legally blind, but not fully. Right. right Does right. that make sense? Partially, but legally. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And so, yeah, I, I could see her feeling ultimately grateful, but yeah, Carly was like, no, no, she, she's not a fan of you guys. She's mad at you, you know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, mad at Carly. you? Did you do the makeup that day? No. No, but I guess Carly was like, you were really palling around with Kevin Concealer when he was on the show and didn't really take him to task for his mistakes, and right, which okay. we didn't, you know, to be fair, but he's a, he's a friend, so. Mm. He's a friend, and, you know, it's just you're doing path of least resistance. You're on a set with these people every day. I'm supposed yeah. to make his life miserable because he blinded one person. I can't, if I'm doing mm-hmm. that to every person who makes a mistake on set, I'm not speaking to anyone. Right, right. Yeah. That's just life, making mistakes. Yeah, life That's is making fair. mistakes and then forgiving people. It's what you learn from the mistake that really counts. And I don't think mm-hmm. they ever use glass on that set again. They didn't. No, no they didn't. They were they strictly didn't. forbidden. Yeah. And it was, a, you know, he knew at the time it was an unorthodox practice, but the, the glitter eyeshadow, and I believe him when he says this wasn't up to, you know, his standards for adherence or, you know, whatever it is that makes it stick to the, the eyelid. And okay, so you're using glass. I believe that it was your professional estimation that you needed to do that, and I believe yeah. a court of law determined that as well. So uh, oh, what else did. do I he have was to not say charged. about it? He was not charged. Right. Innocent in a court of law. One of the courts gotten it wrong. Now I would be remiss if I didn't bring up 
your haircut this episode. <laughs> okay, you last you did get a, a mullet cut, yeah. and hair and makeup person is revealed to us something that we didn't realize had happened, which was that you got a little upset about it, and it, things became physical between yeah. you two. I punched them. Wow! I punched them in the face <laughs> because they were yeah. not supposed to give me a mullet. Okay. They were, in right. my estimation, in my opinion, jealous uh, of me yeah, and my status and my stance and me looking beautiful on camera and me getting to touch Gus because I think that that's had something to do with it. Okay. I think mm. Gus and this individual had something and I got a mullet and I punched wow. them in the face and they wow. were fired for it. Okay. They weren't fired. They weren't fired? Oh, Yeah. They must have just, maybe she was hidden from you, though. You know, it, it's certainly possible they had enough people doing hair and makeup that, to your eyes, she, you never saw her again. She didn't get fired for that? No, she was not fired. Yeah, no, she stayed on the show, Andrea. What? I don't know. For how long? How many seasons? I want to say she was there for all seven. Um, yeah, what? all seven. Yeah, she stuck around. I'm a, I, I'm speechless. I'm a, I'm a gog. I'm speechless. I'm, I, I. I feel like I've gotten the mullet all over again somehow. Oh, just no, no. Oh, we gosh. Well, no, I think. So Stephanie, who became your makeup artist after this. Yes. Yeah. She only worked on you, I guess. So maybe mm-hmm. I can see how you thought that, that she had replaced Is, but no, Is, yeah, I hate. No, she's uh, still I, one trailer over. I hate to tell you this. Spray. The whole yeah, time? Yeah, she yeah. continued on and yeah. But here's what I respect about you the power of your mind you decided she should have been fired and then to you she was fired and that's such that speaks to your capacity as an actor and as a person to create the reality that you want to see around you oh kelly that means so much that means so much i played a character on myself is what you're saying in a way i wow i feel you did wow and you know what? Hair grows back, but some relationships don't. And that's, uh, yeah, isn't that that's true? tough. But we were at the end. We're close to the end of season two here. And you had time between seasons to grow it out. I yes. do still find it shocking that she sprung that haircut. It wasn't flattering. You know, you're a beautiful no. woman. It was not a flattering haircut. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah, and mullets are trendy now, but mm-hmm. in 2007, they were no, not. No, no. And you know what? Just because something's a trend doesn't mean it's for everybody, okay? Because I also don't go- look good in a low-rise jean. I'm not going to do that, you know? Right. Oh, They're no. back. They're... I'm never going back to them. No, I no. can't. I can't. No, and I you. even, frankly, have the body for it, and I, I still won't do it. I think can it's... You imagine, I... Can you imagine if they were in fashion when we were working on the show and you had to sit on that bus with a low-rise jean? <laughs> Oh my gosh, no. Because they had just sort of, we just sort of crept out of them. Mm-hmm. And we were, you know, we were not, we were in Virginia, we're not really fashionable. So we right. weren't really, so yeah. all, all the pants were up to the waist. And mm-hmm. so can you just imagine mm-hmm. sitting 10 hours filming in a low rise jean? I mean, they would have had to get a medic on set for all the UTIs. <laughs> yeah. I Blurring out all the whale tails, you know. <laughs> Well, have we missed anything today as we, as we recap this episode, Molly? And I feel like we didn't touch too much on your um your little vow to yourself, which was so cute that you're going to run for public office again after oh, yes. your defeat in season one. Wow. Or you were you weren't defeated, I guess, in the first season. It was that you realized you you lacked the um the law degree the to run. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. yeah, setting me up for a nice 
arc in um, season three, which is really fun. And I feel, I don't know how you guys felt coming at the end of this season. Obviously, we're always worried about getting picked up again. But this felt to me like a little hint that we're getting a season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of loose ends, a lot of loose ends that we needed to see tied up for sure. Mm-hmm. And the fans would have rioted if they didn't get to see more Lily and Tom. I mean, that more than oh. anything is probably what oh, kept us going season sweet. to season to season. Oh, definitely. It was, yeah, really interesting the number of ways they found to, yeah, sort of make it happen a little bit and then pull it back. And, but that's, you know, gosh, don't we love that as people? Yeah. We love a love story. And uh, the more forbidden, the better possible, the better. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's so true. Well, it has been such a treat having you here today, Andrea. I mean, the three Mm. of us, the three amigos riding again. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so nice to see. It's just nice to see you both. It's nice to be here with you. And and I feel like we need another brunch on the books. If it's been, if it really has been since 2019, we need another brunch on the books. Because when we go out to brunch, people, uh, uh, is it really, is it them? They can't believe it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Oh, I would love that. I miss that feeling that, you know. Causing a scene at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Kelly, get on out here. Come on out to LA and and we'll get that brunch on the books. I'm going to book a flight. I'm going to do it. And I'll Ooh. text you gals the second I do. I can't Quit. wait. Well, if I'm not in Illinois, which I will be, uh, oh I'll be so oh, happy. Uh, I'll right. be so happy well, to see you. Yes, you, you have all these exciting things coming up. Your partnership with Chad Michael Murray. Is there anything that you would like to plug for our army of faithful listeners here today? Yeah, if, if I'm plugging anything, I was following this woman on Instagram, Lauren Adams. She's, she's a comedy person. I think she's oh. also trying to be an actress, which is sweet. It's so sweet. Mm. Um, and she posted that you can um, donate to the LA Food Bank, um, which I thought was really interesting. And she said, if you have $5, nice. you can give it to the LA Food Bank. And it covers a lot of meals for people. So $5, or if you have you know, $50, you could give them 10 $5 donations, which is even better for the food bank. Wow. So I just thought that was an interesting. And, and I want to be doing more charity. So I, I really, I thought that was nice. That is so, Shouldn't we, we all? were just talking about that last episode mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm looking to start one, but in the meantime, absolutely donating to the LA food bank. It sounds yeah. like is a great way to, wonderful. to dip your toes in. Mm-hmm. And good luck to Lauren. If she needs oh, any yes. advice from the three of us, she should absolutely reach out. Yeah. She seems sweet. She seems sweet. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Riding Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, ridingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Riding Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.